0: They seek him here, they seek him there His clothes are loud, but never square It will make or break him, so he's got to buy the best Cos he's a dedicated follower of fashion Welcome everybody to episode 231 of the MetaBeeders 2 podcast, which features
1: myself, Ben. And I am David. And today we're going to talk about The Rolling Stone and their August-September 2023 cover story, Who is Shuti Gatwa? Who is Shuti Gatwa? That's what the nation is asking right now. And he's in this orange (laughs) anorak would you would you call it an anorak yeah maybe like a puffer i don't know yeah yeah
0: i mean he likes dressing up Mm -hmm. he likes dressing up
1: yeah they had a quite quite the spread for him in there yeah and uh i guess that's a knitwear jacket trousers Mm -hmm. shoes and socks by marnie and being the fashion conscious guy that i am i have no idea what marnie is you're well
0: known. You're well known for your. You're a dedicated follower of fashion. You're, yep, you're well known yep, for it. Yep. 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 Uh, so... Ray Davis wrote that song about you. <laughs> In the future, a mm-hmm. time-traveling Ray Davis. There you go. Nice little quote from the article um, where mm-hmm. he compares himself to um, John Pertwee. Um, <laughs> that did get quite a bit of play. That did get quite a lot of play. It's not entirely suitable for a family audience.
1: I think we, let's let's uh, let's let's go in order here. Let's uh, let's okay. we'll, we'll tease that. Uh, okay, we'll if that. you have right. okay. if you have sensitive ears, you know, people and young ones, uh, you might want to just skip over because uh, Shooty is uh, a real person and talks he's like a real, real person.
0: He does talk like a real person. Yep. So, okay.
1: So yeah. for, first off, uh, I will just kind of pick cherry pick quotes from this interesting article. Right. And, and the first bit is he's talking about his character, the Doctor, and I guess I will read, and I will I, I will not even attempt to. Stylize my voice as Mr. Gatwa And I'll just read it as myself <laughs>
0: His distinctive Rwandan Scottish twang, exactly Very yes, hard to imitate,
1: so. I think, yes So, in the, from the article My doctor is emotionally vulnerable He hides it with humor, but he's lonely Says Gatwa of his forthcoming Reinvention of the Ever Chaney Doctor I can't say much more than that I don't want to spoil anything, but he's also Energetic, the poor cameraman struggled To keep up so I think that's a good good sign.
0: Yeah. Yeah, lots of running. Mhm. When I say run run, exactly. Lots of corridors up and down, yep. leaping over things, ducking under things. But mm-hmm. he's a young man of action. He's he's 31, so he's not the youngest doctor I think we've ever had, but he certainly's got a lot of energy.
1: Do you know offhand if he's older or younger than Davison when he took the role?
0: Uh, I do not know offhand. As fans, we should probably know that, right? Oh, we should, but... Uh, yeah, but we don't. Um, he's
1: definitely older than Smith was.
0: Definitely older than Smith. I think Smith was the youngest, right?
1: Yeah, I think Smith was about 18 when he took over the role, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 16, like six, 17, 18? Like,
0: going on, yeah, 16, going on 17, something like that, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, early 20s or mid-20s. 20s. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's, uh, let's see, Tom Baker is around 40, so yeah, he's uh, he's on the younger side.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like, according to the internet, Peter Davison must have been about
1: 29,
0: a okay,
1: so couple years, couple years older than... Than, um... The... Mr. Davison Mr. Exactly,
0: yeah, which is fine We, do, we do, mm-hmm. No problem with that
1: I thought it was interesting also in the article Shooty said he uh, watched every Doctor Who episode since 2005 In preparation for his audition with RTD Yeah, uh, that's impressive That's, that's kind of hardcore over a week It is hardcore a week I would have been more impressed if he'd watched
0: all of Doctor Who though <laughs> All 60 years Incl- in- including, including missing episode audios as well um, Well, I think yeah. he
1: probably has access to the uh, the film version of oh, yeah. Fury from the Deep because he brought them, his family brought them out of Rwanda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so...
1: She, <laughs> so she, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's why they fled. That's exactly. why they fled, yeah, no. Yep. No, yep. He's, um, he's
1: actually talking about why they fled. And it's, of course, it's to survive their Rwandan genocide. And mm. that is one of the things that he... Uh, that gat was said i quote this person survived a genocide talking about the doctor this person right. fits in everywhere and nowhere and then he goes on to say i am the doctor the doctor is me i decided that i had to get this role so he's he sees something of himself in the character of the doctor with with the uh troubles of the time war i guess the time war
0: and the time war again the article i think sort of makes clear that the time war is a uh slightly uh, fungible event at this point in is <laughs> yes. the um and may or may not actually exist. Mm-hmm. However, um for the purposes of um a, you know a rebooted RTD led show, um time War's back on, lads. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, we have a <laughs> we have a we have a, <laughs> we have a doctor who is um not guilty, but
1: sad. Lonely. Lonely I think is the operating word. Yeah,
0: lonely. Lonely yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um he's he you no know, no longer feels remorse, possibly for his role in the time war, but he feels the loss of his people quite um quite strongly. Which again, I mean, considering you know, again, he fled like a pretty hideous mm-hmm. genocide as a, as a young child yes. um uh, to Scotland. Um, I think he's father some kind of academic right yeah is, he has um, a
1: phd in theology according to the article
0: yeah which is um, might might have eased their transition to um uh, uh, getting into england rather than being not let into england or scotland mm-hmm. i mean you know again i don't know how one presents growing up a you know a child how you present like surviving a genocide but it's interesting that he feels that there's a resonance with his own life story and mm-hmm. and the characters i mean that's only got to add strength to his performance
1: I think so. I think it would add a certain nuance and depth that you may not get with a, a bourgeois <laughs> member of the bourgeois. Right. Uh, a member of the core. ungenocided yes. uh, <laughs> yes. population of Scotland. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Although if you go back far enough in Scottish history, they they do have that
0: Yeah. I mean the highland clearances, that's a big thing in Scotland. Um of mm-hmm. course Doctor U fans will know. Only too well about the Highland Clearances thanks to the Highlanders. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they'll only know only too well about all things Scottish, thanks to um, Terror of the Zygons.
1: <laughs> uh, filmed on location. Filmed on location. <laughs> well, I have to
0: say, I have to say, uh, the, I mean, without, without upsetting our Scots listeners, mm-hmm. the Scots were not entirely blameless when it came to the British Empire. Um, Glasgow was famously called the second city of the empire, London being the first city, Glasgow being the second city. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think the Scots were very much involved in subjugating the majority of the world of um, the Orders of Queen Victoria.
1: <laughs> they had a, they had a, they definitely it. had a hand in that.
0: Definitely, had, <laughs> I think there's a. What is it? There's a. What, how does the how does the saying go? I can't remember. Um, the history of the British Isles. Is essentially an Englishman telling a Scotsman to kill an Irishman.
1: <laughs> Super go. in a nutshell. In a nutshell, that is how it was. All right. Yeah. So he, Gatway goes on and says, you know, how he raised in the Rwandan Christian Church, and he had ties because of his father being a PhD in theology. But he right. kind of distanced himself for it, and he's more interested in astrology now, which. Yeah, there's hmm. the, the astrolog- there's a
0: lot of astrology in this in this article. There is, um, David. I, you're, you're very keen on astrology, right? I, I certainly know mm. that about you.
1: I know. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you, I was a little bit alarmed by that, actually.
0: <laughs> you're always you're always checking your horoscope. Um, you're always talking about Venus being in the in, in in the cusp of Mars and all that kind of stuff, aren't you? I I know I know you well.
1: Yes, uh, it ties back to my love of Adelaide and horror fang rock. There
0: you go. No, I, 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 think, I think you and I both share a um, healthy, or is it just normal skepticism towards. I don't know if it's
1: even skepticism, and this is more of a. Something that's. Uh, just kind of
0: like head shaking. Patently untrue. <laughs> yes. Uh, attitude to, to astrology. Um, my family dabble in astrology. Um, My mother is very keen on astrology. Um, I think it's nonsense. Um, So there uh, you go. Yes, agreed. Agreed, (laughs) agreed. Yeah. So,
1: Shudi, on the other hand, has a really good synopsis. One elevator pitch, if you will, of what Doctor Who is. Uh You go to space, or another time, you have adventures, you watch it, you forget all your troubles.
0: I think that's what it should be like. Yep, 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 that's a good... That's a good summary. I mean, certainly an excellent summary of the RTD era. That's definitely mm-hmm. RTD's. And it's, it's clear, actually, that they really kind of click, and we'll probably yeah. come to that further down the article. But um, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, the writer of the article echoes what you often say of why you really like Doctor Who, the writer being Alison Rumfit. She writes Doctor Who is a science fiction family show that has run on and off in some form for 60 years. It's also a nexus. Of so much of British culture, like James Bond, the Doctor is a character through which Britain learns to understand itself as much as an icon of our changing time as a fictional being. The show's connection to British identity means tensions can run high and fans can be cruel at times, seemingly overprotected because they feel the show is something they own. They also can be bigoted in the most predictable ways, and we certainly have seen that over the past... Five years. We certainly have,
0: yes. Very unpleasant, yeah. I had yes. Some... Yes, I agree with her analysis. Um, I think that's, that's one of the things that makes the show um, endlessly entertaining mm-hmm. and useful to watch. So, yes, yeah. well done. Well done, Alison.
1: Interesting, at this time, Russell T. Davis decided to cast Katwa in the role. And I think he's trying to return something back to the 20-somethings, Generation Z. Right. I don't know. Do you have Generation Z in the U.K.? Is that what they would be referred to? I don't know. I've kind of lost the plot with the generations at this point. Mm -hmm. I always thought generations was the U.S. generation since colonization, but maybe I'm just... Oh, God, was it? Really? So there's there's actually
0: generational descriptions for everyone all the way back to the 1600s? Yeah,
1: that one exposes my naivete, but that's always... I always thought it was a gen x was kind of an american distinction the greatest generation that there are all yeah, types of american categorizations. I think,
0: yeah well i mean uh,
1: you know i mean the the point of those generational categorizations
0: is to separate us out so they can work out what to sell us basically <laughs> right um i mean again a little bit like astrology i don't think it has a huge amount of basis in fact mm-hmm. other than older people distrust younger people
1: and um, vice versa and that's always
0: been the case and vice versa that's always been the case mm-hmm. never trust anyone over over 30 said the hippies mm-hmm. and that uh, that continues to be true mm-hmm. even though the hippies themselves are well over 30 at this point yes um how did we get onto that i can't remember uh,
1: uh the casting the casting of uh, the Gatwick. casting
0: yes 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 so i, I mean I, I mean i think what's interesting and i think we i think we've, we've talked about this before is that if the not my Doctor crew didn't like Chibnall's portrayal of the Doctor, just wait and see what happens, <laughs> how how they enjoy the reborn RTD and Suthe Gadwa. Um, uh, I can remember all the moaning about the gay agenda um, or whatever it was back in the day yep. with John Barrowman, who again has fallen from grace quite considerably since then. Yep. I think this is going to be a real uh, this is going to be a real tough one. Mm-hmm. For uh, for not my doctors and you know whereas you know misogyny, um, uh, how to put this actually you know I uh, I think misogyny is weirdly more acceptable
1: hmm. currently
0: hmm. you can be mean about women or at least you know the, uh, our culture is kind of you know some ways broadly misogynistic it is um, I don't know how acceptable it is to be publicly racist. Well, um,
1: depends where you are in the u s depends that's true very that's acceptable true. I think that's the problem or one of the things yeah. that Trump brought to the forefront is uh yeah. taking off the hood and just being the yeah. racist as you can be. Um, and also homophobic as well. Yeah. I,
0: I mean, I don't I don't know
1: whether Shooty's gay or not. I think he probably is. I don't think he's ever identified one way or another. And I, I think, don't think he has. as an actor, I think that's uh, good on him. You know, I don't think we I, need I, to know the personal I, life of I, every actor.
0: Definitely, definitely that's the case. However, you know, I think there will certainly be a temptation, again is the wrong word. I think it will be interesting to have the doctor as a defiantly non-binary individual and as a definitely a definitely queer slash gay mm-hmm. individual. I mean, again, we, we kind of slid into that sort of by mistake with the whole phasmin, uh malarkey, which was like, <laughs> basic, as far as I could gather, was Chibla going like, fine, you want them to be gay? Great, they're gay. Right. Which is, you know, I don't think is the right way to do it. I'm hoping this is going to be a lot more intentional um, with, uh, with, uh, with RTD and Chutie. Um, because obviously RTD is gay, and let's really play with that. Mm-hmm. You know, as I think, as it was, we famously like to point out. You know, the Doctor is a you know shape-changing alien from a you know the either the far future or the far past, with a you know traveling time machine. Mm-hmm. So you know his his slash her slash their uh, sexuality is. Way beyond our comprehension. It's
1: really not compatible with humanity, I would say. No,
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. And again, I think I think it's interesting that you know that calls out his characters being lonely. Mm-hmm. Now, how he will address that loneliness, I think is going to be interesting.
1: Well, if <laughs> I think what we've seen is the doctor's going to uh, invite a young lady to join <laughs> him, just just like the doctor a, always does.
0: <laughs> a young, slightly in, in the late teens, early twenties, blonde. Yep. Yes, exactly. Um, Who who may (laughs) or may not be called Rose, um, but in this case isn't but it's called ruby so it's it's a similar it's a similar RNA.
1: <laughs> the doctor has a type exactly
0: <laughs> exactly again as i think we pointed out with the old Phasmin malarkey, uh yeah the doctor likes young ladies yep it all- even when the doctor is a young lady themselves they still <laughs> like young ladies
1: only the late 60s did we have the primary companion being a young male in a skirt in well, a killer in, in the famous
0: bromance <laughs> between between yes. the Doctor and Jamie um, larking yes. around the universe um, uh, playing pranks on their female companion yeah. um, what would be really interesting give the Doctor a male companion that the Doctor then falls in love with.
1: Hmm. Yeah it would be certainly mix up the paradigm that we've established over the past. Ex- uh, exactly So instead at of least th- since the 70s
0: instead of David Tennant pining over Rose let's have Shuti Kadwa pining over Roy Roy, I'm just I'm just choosing an R and R name. Roy, <laughs>
1: okay, um, Roy, Roy or Roger, R- 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 Roger.
0: Ralph, Ralph, Roger, Roger. Ralph, Roger, Roger. Uh, <laughs> Russell, Russell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God! There you go, <laughs> Ricky, um, uh, Russ. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 All right, let's do that. See what happens. Anyway, so, carry on.
1: Continue on. Uh, Gatwa says, "I'm the first black man to play this role. British press can be very mean." And I have to focus on the job and stay true to what the Doctor is, a mad scientist alien who has adventures and cares about everyone. So I'm not privy. I haven't been paying attention to the British press. Has he gotten the stick at all for being cast as the Doctor? I have not
0: noticed anything,
1: actually.
0: I mean, I'm not a close reader of the British tabloid press, Mm -hmm. thankfully. Um, They are ruthless they hate the bbc is the whole hugh edwards um, i don't know if you've been following that mm. particular strand of awfulness um as the whole hugh edwards thing has kind of you know really demonstrated it's a tough one i think Shooty is glamorous and nimble enough to ride that pretty well mm-hmm. you know, as, as, as my, i mean i think there is a you know, the British press is racist, it's misogynist, it's homophobic, but it does like a flamboyant gay.
1: Is it the press per se, or is it the owners of the pre- is it is it, is, it, is it the Rupert Murdoch's, is it the owners of the press rather than the reporters? Well, I mean, the, the Rupert Murdoch press, the tabloid press,
0: and Rupert Murdoch obviously also owner of Fox News, um, will do anything to sell more newspapers. Mm. So if Shuti Gardwa is, is is a popular person, and I think, you know, he's already established himself as being, um, you know, a Gen Z, Gen Z icon through his work on such education, yep. I think the tabloid press would pile on him at their peril mm-hmm. because they're, you know, there is a potential for backlash there. And again, you know, Rupert Murdoch does not order his newspapers to do something that will mean that they will sell fewer newspapers. Right. However, uh, Rupert Murdoch hates the BBC. And obviously, in fact, most of the newspaper proprietors hate the BBC because they would like to have a slice of... Broadcasting pie. If the BBC is is broken up and reduced to some kind of streaming service, so anything that knocks the BBC is 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 something that's helpful. I mean, the whole Hugh Edwards thing was really because it was it was concealed, Uh, and I don't see Shooty as a someone who has a secret life that can be exposed. You see what I mean? Right. I think he's as much as I know which, of course, I don't. Um, he seems to be pretty proof against that kind of behavior, mm-hmm. but we'll see.
1: I think he's very private, but I also think that anything that you might go find or uncover about him, you just kind of go, well, I kind of expected that. Yeah. He lives a very open but very private life, I guess, from what I can tell. He seems, he seems really wholesome. Yeah. He's like a nice, yeah.
0: open-faced... Um a g- 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 a plain, <laughs> plain, open, open face faced. with a, a, strange, a strange old young face um no uh, it's, it's young, old face. no he's i mean he's, he seems very wholesome he seems like a very nice young man, and I think you know he he says you know he's obviously done with sexual education now because he's you know he's in his early thirties and he can't really can't really play a teenager right. anymore, but he played a teenager for a long time in his twenties. You know, he's the kind of young chap that you would be able to bring home to your parents if you were dating. You know, he's not he doesn't seem threatening to me. He's very unthreatening, very wholesome, very clean cut, seems fun. He doesn't seem edgy in any kind of irritating, weird way. And I think I, I think that's what, again, what makes him a great choice for the doctor, to be honest. You know, The doctor shouldn't be edgy or dark as we've as we've talked about before in any kind of real sense the doctor should be fun and flirty and nice Mm
1: -hmm. for me he just oozes charisma
0: super charismatic yes yeah he makes you want to watch doctor who absolutely he has a lovely excellent voice which is part african and part scottish and completely undefinable Mm -hmm. um exactly he is he is someone that you would like to watch Mm-hmm. and let 's face it you're talking like a television program or like a movie or whatever. I think it has got to be people you want to look at, yeah um because that's what the experience is in some ways um you know they've got to be they've got to be look attable
1: yep I think he's proven to be pretty easy on the eyes for a lot of people yes, and I said non threatening
0: and I mean that in a non pejorative way you know people always Yeah, so someone's non-threatening makes them someone who's not like edgy or something like we're all supposed to be nowadays. He just seems like like, he seems like a nice lad and with very little side to him. And I think that's a, I think that's a good thing.
1: So in the states, it's often a pejorative. I think calling a person of African ethnicity non-threatening because what True. white Americans see is they don't want threatening black men. Right, And I disagree with that assessment. I don't think that's a good cultural bias. Right, But Shooty isn't of the American culture. He's of British culture. Yes. And I don't know how much overlap there is. But the framing of threatening or non-threatening I think is... Uh, loaded when you're talking about an a African ethnically actor. It's a tightrope that he, I think, walks, but I don't think it's a deliberate act that he's it's doing. Just, I it's think it's just this what is his like. character that he has built up over fleeing genocide and becoming a refugee in Scotland. It is the personnel that he, that he's developed, and it might it might be his protective armor, too, sure. as a defense to... Kind of the horrors that he may have witnessed, and the abuse that he may have received being a, a immigrant or a refugee from Africa fleeing a horrible situation sure sure, sure. I personally pleased that uh,
0: you know an American audience is going to be confronted with a a a non african american mm-hmm. black person because I think the knowledge that there are other black experiences in the world, other than the African American right. black experience, I think is kind of an important thing to be mm-hmm. honest, uh, and 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 I think is 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 kind of good for Americans. Um, I, I I used to hang out with a guy when I lived in London. Uh, um, he was I was on what well, to hang out with him. i was on i was in several, on several committees with him a guy called Gary Young um, who married an American woman and moved to he was a guardian he was a guardian reporter in in, yeah, in, in washington d c yep. yeah, anyway he 's a, a super nice guy a black english uh, and he used to, you know whenever he went to America like no one could believe the way that he spoke he's, he had a very educated very Kind of received pronunciation mm-hmm. voice. Certainly, at the time he did. I think he softened that a bit now. And he said, you know, it was just such a co- continual double take with Americans when he when he opened his mouth, because mm-hmm. um, they really couldn't believe that a black person could speak like that. Which I always found kind of an interesting thing for him to say.
1: Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, I think he was covering the bush years, and when I stumbled upon his uh, articles in the Guardian, or his- yeah,
0: he's 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 an excellent read, Gary. He's written written lots of excellent books. He's a very 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 smart man, mm-hmm. um, and um, it was a real privilege to to kind of serve on these committees with him.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, continue on. Uh, so the pressures that Gat was under have been uh, pretty enormous, and but uh, Shudi goes on and says Russell T Davis has been amazing too. He calms me down. He's such an Earth sign. I can get very anxious, but therapy helps, and they've made sure that I have time put aside to have my sessions. So, uh, understandably, I think almost everybody could benefit from therapy, and, and uh, with his past and the pressures that gat was under it's no surprise that he's seeking therapy but that rtd is so uh, supportive is also not a surprise at all i mean he's a seems to be a very caring individual
0: very very caring individual and someone who 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 really treats his actors as people to be nurtured and looked after which actually makes a huge amount of sense because you Mm -hmm. know you kind of do need to look after them Mm -hmm. um i mean i think interestingly i mean i think was think when you were talking about therapy i was thinking about sasha Wine. yeah and his you know struggles with his mental health mm. um and also his physical health as well for him mm-hmm. Sasha guy um and then I then sorry I, I, no, I, I was listening to you but I was also thinking about other things as well and then I also then drifted off to thinking about Chris Eccleston yeah and his mental health and the mental health of the creative person, you know, it's not, um, it's not something that's dependent on kind of race or class. It's, it's, it can be difficult being an actor. And as Shuti points out in the in the article, you know, one reason to become an actor is to hide your real personality away yeah. and become other people. I mean, I think... People become actors, you know, for lots of different reasons. Some people like attention, and it's obviously it's it's clear that Shuti does enjoy dressing <laughs> up and does enjoy attention. Mm-hmm. But you know, within that, there's also you know there can also be insecurities, and um, you know, and I think Eccleson has talked very eloquently about his struggles with anorexia, which is you know, uh, I think was very very important because certainly someone like me, like hang on, like blokes can get anorexia—that's weird. Right, and you know, and Sasha talking about his 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 mental health issues um, and his physical health issues and I think it's I mean I think those are all healthy conversations to have and um, I hope that being the doctor is something that is therapeutic for Shuti rather than something that is overly stressful
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder with the the situation that was created around Series 1 with Eccleston and RTD, that RTD obviously perhaps has grown as a showrunner and is paying more attention True. to the mental health of his lead.
0: That is an excellent point, yes. I mean, I don't know whether they are still, whether there are, I mean, again, I don't think we'll ever... Until you know, perhaps when all of us are gone, we'll know exactly what happened with, mm-hmm. with Eccleston and the show. Um, I don't know whether RTD and Eccleston, you know, are still people who, who kind of uh, who whether they still have a relationship, but it's clear you know that there were issues that were un that were not tackled by the showrunner. I mean, I think right. I, I think it's clear that that first series of Doctor Who was incredibly difficult for everybody, right? Uh, and I don't think anybody really knew. How difficult that show was to make, or how how difficult that show was going to be <laughs> right. was going to to be to make. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone really thought what a giant hit it was going to be either. And you, you, have, thing, you have something that A, is hard to make, and B, everybody really, really wants. Uh, that's incredibly stressful for everybody. I think right. it was probably stressful for Russell, and it was obviously incredibly stressful for Chris, and I think for the directors and for the cast in general. And in some ways, we were lucky it didn't kind of crash and burn in some kind of completely obvious way. That might have stopped it continuing, um, but I think yeah. it was. A, I think that first year, um, first year, that first season, from what one picks up by you know just I don't know reading Russell's book, for instance, yeah. um, I think was was difficult for everyone.
1: Yeah, the chaos. Uh, surprising that more chaos didn't make it onto the screen itself that yeah. was recorded. They they were able to come up with a, a product that you know that's what two thousand five. That's almost getting on twenty years now that is i think still holds up and it's absolutely the classic era and obviously Gatwa watched it from the beginning so yeah he's going to be very grounded i think in some ways i think so i think so and i and I, i'm impressed
0: you know as we were saying you know he, he watched the whole thing from 2005 onwards which mm-hmm. you know obviously he probably i'm sure he fast forwarded it fast forwarded through some bits um, or you know, um, hmm. played on his foot.
1: <laughs> which, which, Play- which one would you fast forward I, to? I, I don't know. There's, there's, slight, there's, there's some <laughs> Moffits where I go like, oh come on, really?
0: Come on, let's, um, let's finish with this I'm sure he was playing on his phone for a bit. You know, he was playing playing Snake on his <laughs> Nokia for a bit. Um, but no, I, I mean, good on him. And, and I mean, I, I hope he did it with a friend. Uh, um, watch the show. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway so yeah he will be grounded and i think you know obviously russell t davis has learned a huge amount in over the past you are getting on for 20 years um mm-hmm. since um since they were making um since they were making the um uh, that Eccleton season
1: yeah you can tell he'll be a real fan when he comes out in 15 years with his uh, podcast his episodic podcast right yes he's, he's... <laughs> story by story exactly exactly analyzing <laughs> each
0: story yeah mm-hmm. I, I yeah yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. So, uh, on, on similar note of supporting, David Tennant apparently has a Doctor Who actor group chat. Yeah, wow. How wow, amazing <laughs> which, uh, that would be to listen to Jeez. The previous actors to stay in contact with each other, and they've been offering was support. So, I can imagine that uh, Tennant and probably Jody is on there, and perhaps Matt Smith. I think Peter, do you think Peter's pick? I think Capaldi's probably on that, right? Yeah. I, I, would, I would think Davison probably is on there too.
0: Davison, given his connection with with Tenant, uh, and Colin Baker always likes to be involved. Yeah. Billy Piper's always always up for having a comment on stuff. So um, yeah, you Tennant
1: know. and Noble are pretty close. Yeah, I,
0: I, I would love to know. Love to know who's on that group <laughs> chat. To be honest, that would be very very interesting to find out somehow
1: i think it would be maybe it's benjamin cook's next book where he harvests us all the chats and right exactly or the yes. doctor's round table
0: yeah funny <laughs> i could see that being a i don't know i think it could be being a private eye satirical comic satirical <laughs> column of um, the the doctor's group chat
1: back before the uh purges at uh, dwm i could see that uh being one of uh Nick Peggs. Yeah, I, I, I would. It, I would be. It would
0: be. I would love to have Nick Pegg back in that magazine. Um, I don't know whether he would actually agree to be back. <laughs> I really hope that with Russell at the helm, that there might be some more. Uh, I don't know. Um, the, the 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 kind of tight rein that the BBC decided it needed to have on. Doctor Who magazine might be lessened a bit. I don't know. Probably not actually, since you know, if it's if it's if it's if it's, mm-hmm. it's such a high profile program that um, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it was it was a real shame.
1: Yeah, it's a brand uh, vehicle anymore. It's. It's it's a well done brand vehicle, but the, it, there's not going to be anything that's going to tarnish the brand in there.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Which is a shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure you're probably the same. Well, you, I don't you, you you don't get the physical version. You're you're a digital reader. Yep. I mean, even, yep. you know, I I do get the physical version because I've, I've got all of them and find it hard to kind of break that cycle. But there are <laughs> definitely these pages that I tend to flick past yeah. because they they're just going to really like it.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, there's anyway. there's usually something for everyone in there. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Anyway, um, back to Shooty's article. Yes, yeah, so kind of wrapping up, I only have a few more paragraphs I want to call attention to, but the probably the most important one for us, <laughs> being costume fans, costume conscious. Constantly thinking about clothes. It sounds like the production team and Gatware are doing something that we wanted uh, uh, Jodie Whittaker to do and mix up the costumes. And I'll just read... Read the quote here. The day Russell invited me to meet everybody, they asked me what sort of costume I wanted. I showed them this Ralph Lauren collection that was in partnership with historically black colleges in America. I love those pieces. They're so preppy and so black. But then they asked what else because they've been thinking about lots of outfits, almost a different one each week, which is new. I love it. The doctor has traveled all over time and space. They're going to have a sick wardrobe. Yay. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah. This has been such a, one of my big frustrations with the, with the Whitaker era it was it was right mm. back to the 80s and they just wear the same clothes every week. Yep. yep. And like, do they never change their clothes? Mm-mm. Question mark. And it's, you know, if you were a practically immortal traveler in space and time, um, I don't know, it'd be fun to wear different clothes every week. I mean, the doctor. yeah you know, there's. We have the, the TARDIS wardrobe is canon. Yes. And it is canon as being very, very large. Um. Let's mm-hmm. see it in action.
1: I should like a hat like that. A new hat every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Gat is such a. Good person to hang clothes off of. Very handsome, very stylish, very fit. I can see this working. This is going to be fantastic.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's already working in terms of the images that they've... That, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's already yeah. working for me. Um, the Bridgerton outfit, the the 1960s outfit with the afro. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, at least a couple of kind of regular It's the Doctor outfits. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a great... Um, I know nothing about fashion in that way but he seems to have a great body for putting clothes on Mm -hmm. and possibly we're not supposed to categorize people by having good bodies to wear clothes on but you know he wears it well yes he does and he obviously is a dedicated follower of fashion like you are David I am, and enjoys, <laughs> enjoys dressing up and enjoys having beautiful clothes and enjoys showing off through the medium of having different clothes on and I think this is great I am just looking forward to the collected shooty gadwa action figures um, <laughs> where it's basically like it's every costume from every episode in his first season what fun that's going to be.
1: Mm -hmm. It's also going to be a boon to cosplayers. I'm looking at the Ralph Lauren uh, Morehouse, Morehouse College collection here, and uh, immediately what comes up is we have some sweaters and cardigans, but there's also a cricket sweater. Oh,
0: interesting, of course. Yes, 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 yes.
1: And lots of tweed. There's a tweed jacket, tweed suit. There's a Tom Baker-esque long polo coat. Very, very tweedy, very uh, 1920s, 1930s looking costumes. So perhaps we'll see uh, something like that. And perhaps we'll even see a cricketing outfit on Mr. Gatwa. Let's hope
0: so. Let's hope so. I'll have to say I'm not a big Ralph Lauren fan. The whole class aspect of it kind of grates on me. It just reminds me of being at school, mm-hmm. which I didn't really enjoy that much. So I'm I, I I'm good on him for liking these clothes. I do not like these clothes. And mm-hmm. I'd much rather see him in the kind of 60s get-up he was in or in some of the more mm-hmm. flamboyant premiere clothes that he's been wearing. Um, mm-hmm. A cricket outfit would be nice because that's a callback. Um, but the rest of this stuff kind of leaves me a bit cold, I'm afraid. Sorry
1: so what he says about the 60s outfit in the afro the hair and makeup department have been incredible clara williams my and my own makeup artist bella who is an old friend worked so well together in creating my looks originally we weren't going to have the afro but bella convinced me and i'm very glad she did it's such a shot in the bloodstream it's a statement the doctor is fucking black (laughs) yeah I mean, I think that's great. great. I really hope, unlike what the I, I compare and contrast, unlike what they did for much of the Whitaker era, I really hope that they address the prejudice that the doctor might be facing as a black man or right. representing or portraying as a black man. Yeah. I don't think it should be ignored. I think it should be met head on and I think it should be addressed. And I think the doctor should uh, get the upper hand from that. Turn the tables.
0: I think it's a super, it's a super, it's an interesting challenge for people writing these scripts. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that they did not have the guts to address with Jody. Um other than the witchfinders and even then that was like oh aren't witch is wonderful which I, I really i find a bit find a bit patronizing to be honest mm. and again you know they, they they you know there was very very slight acknowledgement when with freema um yeah. in the family of blood and then also the shakespeare code um yeah not much in nothing- the shakespeare
1: code though
0: well yeah that's so sort
1: of the- yeah, it just walk around like you own the place that's mm. yeah
0: but, I mean, here, the Doctor is going to have to address stuff. Um, unless, of course, you know, they decide not to and just, you know, when, 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 they, Do a Bridgerton. when they dress up like Bridgerton, it's just Bridgerton. Um, where yeah. everyone knows it's, it's, it's made up and actually, you know, you're kind of in the land of fiction mm-hmm. rather than in the not very nice land of real
1: Yeah, I think you can get away with that. I, I I think you can do that in the Doctor Who universe. But if you cross over, say in the Rosa Park universe, you're going to have to address it. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too in that sense.
0: Yeah, and I mean the yeah, and I and again I. uh... I mean, I think that they did a good job with the Rosa Park episode. I'm still not convinced that that's really the right place to go hmm. for the Doctor. Uh, in the same way, you know, uh, I, I didn't really think that Nazi Germany was the great no. was a great place for the Doctor to go. No. Because there's some things that, obviously, you know, in the real world, the Doctor didn't fix. Right. Whereas the point of the Doctor is the Doctor fixes stuff mm-hmm. so that there aren't Nazis or we get saved from Nazis or whatever. And I think right. as soon as you... Start involving this character in real stuff like that, then mm-hmm. I, I I think it becomes very very difficult to make it work, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, it's a it's it's the same reason why we didn't have Hartnell going back to the time of Christ and go look at the crucifixion or something like that. There's just lines. Was that I a think, thing that was going to happen? I oh, now you're making me question. <laughs> Oh, no, no. I mean, that sounds I think like... that was one of the story outlines that was floated at Whoa. early times. Okay. But, uh, like in their first season one, season two type thing. But I think that would have been problematic, to say the least. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: So I think there are certain areas that for a tea time television that's family friendly, that you don't want necessarily to tread in those grounds. So it's a fine line and it'll be interesting, I think, what RTD will do, what stories that he will want to bring and uh, have Gatwa experience.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean I think RTD's a skilled you know, he was always a good writer and I think he's been, I think you know, he's he's only got better in the intervening 20 or so years and I think he will also, you know, one of the innovations that I I sort of do agree with, with Chibnall, you know, he was someone who wanted to bring in you know, a more diverse writing pool for the show and Mm -hmm. wanted certainly a more diverse directing pool for the show. And um, I would be interested to see how some, uh, you know, more diverse writers handle, you know, handle a black doctor um, and, you know, what, what, what conflicts they want him to be involved in.
1: I think one of the early signs, once we find out what's going to be happening for next year, I guess Gatwa's debut is going to be at Christmas, the Christmas special. But right. what writers has RTD brought to the fold to tell the stories? And then beyond that, who's behind the camera, who's producing, or who's directing, etc. So a lot can be told about what kind of stories perhaps we're going to get by the personnel behind uh, creating the scripts and behind the lens.
0: Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we, yes, and we will we will have to
1: see. Mm-hmm. So the final quote, uh, I think, is very relevant to a podcast named after the planet Metabolus. Metabolus, sure. <laughs> in, in the Matt Smith era, perhaps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, sorry.
1: I, I just don't understand with that one, uh, why? ADR, come on, just get him into the ADR booth and get him yeah. to say Metabolus. Yes, why did Moffitt let that one slide? Of course, you know why he let it slide, because he's constantly, he took delight in yanking fandoms. Chain. The chain of fandom. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if they do,
0: <laughs> they make one change to my DVD set, I want them to make that change.
1: The special edition for, what was it, Series 7? Exactly, the
0: special, the, the the Metabilis edition. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, Shooty says, I love John Pertwee, the third doctor's outfits, lovely velvet jackets and frilly shirts. I feel a connection to him. Our doctors are the only two who dress like sluts.
0: Well, there you go. See, You, you, you heard it first here. Um, that's a nice take. That's a nice take on the Pertwee doctor. Um,
1: if you look at how John uh, dressed during the 70s with the open shirts and the big medallions and stuff. Jason King. He toned it down for Doctor Who. Exactly. He, exa- he toned it
0: down for Doctor Who. But there's someone, you know, who dressed... I mean, I guess he didn't dress completely differently. It was the same kind of format. But certainly, you know, a dandy and a clown. Mm-hmm. He was a dandy doctor. And we're looking at another dandy doctor stepping up to the plate with Shruti Kadwa. And that can only be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see Shooty in a in a third Doctor outfit at some point. You know, frilly shirt, frilly shirt, velvet jacket, Jimi Hendrix, the full the full Monty, basically.
1: I think that's very doable. I, you know, Pertwee is the glam Doctor. Yep, and I think a glam, it's certainly a glam episode, perhaps uh, early seventies. Early seventies, yep. Early seventies glam
0: scene. Doctor meets Bowie. I don't know. The Doctor meets John Pertwee. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a adventure on, on Ibiza for some reason <laughs> with Ogrons. Um, Ogrons of Ibiza. The Ogrons of Ibiza. The Ogrons decide to invade Ibiza <laughs> to set up their own club or something. Uh, club Ogrons. Writes itself. My my favorite uh, my yeah, my favorite third Doctor costume is the uh, Planet of the Daleks double-breasted velvet suit purple mm-hmm. purple frilly shirt mm-hmm. purple uh, it's all in purple basically he looks amazing um i would like to see shooty dressed up like that
1: well perhaps we will i think it's certainly possible i, I know he's back for a second series so we will see what happens after the first well we're confirmed for a second series um, are you are we are we hopeful that
0: there's going to be a third CBS series as well he says he wants to get back to the stage
1: yeah that was one of the things that kind of put the hairs up on the back of my neck that he's already thinking what he wants to do beyond that which uh, obviously anyone would in this kind of high pressure role but uh we may only get Mr Gatwa shooting for only two series.
0: Yeah. Well I mean hopefully he'll have he has a really good time and you know obviously we're we're kind of trapped into a into a 3 year doctor yeah. cycle at this point um I don't think we're going to get a longer we Won't get him for longer than three years. Um, no. I really hope that he enjoys himself enough and comes back for a third season. Mm-hmm. I'm certain, you know, I'm again, you know, my theory about why we have the tenant doctor this year is because of shooty's shooty's shooting schedule. <laughs> wow, that's that's hard to say in all
1: the, Shooty, shooty shooty <laughs> schedule, shooty's
0: shooting schedule. Um, uh, you know, with Barbie, uh, etc., etc., etc. You know, maybe they'll. You know, maybe we'll have a year, a year of specials or something to give him some time to do some stage work and mm-hmm. film Barbie too. Which, by we're looking at the article, the article was all filmed in London anyway, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see.
1: So Barbie or Oppenheimer, which
0: one did you go see? Uh, which one? Well, I don't think we're going to go and see either of those because that's just the, it's the weekend that we'll be packing up to fly away on our big uh, British trip. So mm-hmm. whether we will have time to while away the time at the, um, at the Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer premiere, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, well, I know, I know Amanda's dead keen to, to see the Barbie movie, and I, I, of course. I think that's going to be good. And I'm also keen to see Oppenheimer. So I think we'll probably end up yeah. seeing both of those. Yep. How about
1: Shay Zeck? I haven't talked to my lovely wife on what she'd want to see. That'd be okay, perhaps interesting. perhaps something. It'd be a good good to get out of the house with the remodel going on.
0: I, I always a good always a good idea for you remodeling the house is to <laughs> is to spend some time away from it, and so then when you come back, it's all done.
1: Yep. Right. Well, that okay. was a good article. I was really impressed with that Rolling Stone article, and I thought, yeah, I was, Rolling I thought Stone it was worth did- our time
0: yeah it's it's a it's it's not an incredibly current magazine anymore, but no. I mean I thought that it, it's a it's a good it's an article that's good about the show mm-hmm. you know so many you know doctor yo you're going to be the doctor. why do you want to be in that stupid old show mm-hmm. um you know it's obviously It's, it's obviously written by someone who maybe not an actual fan but at least has a a grudging acceptance that it's an important cultural artifact um
1: so yeah, she, good she, um, she did seem to understand the the fit the fit of uh right where yes, doctor absolutely. who plays in british culture absolutely
0: and and we and we we and we commend her for that understanding mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so good on good on Alison Rumford nice article
0: well done Alison excellent you can you can definitely come
1: again <laughs> uh, the only edit I would have made is I wouldn't have used the word "hoovian," But that's another podcast.
0: <laughs> ah,
1: God. What? How can we stop people from using the word "hoovian"?
0: It's, it's, it's done, isn't it, basically? It's
1: over. It, it great, it it's like uh, nails on the chalkboard. Nails on chalkboard.
0: Yes, we are. We
1: are of that age, I yeah, think. We,
0: are what we prefer to be known as fans of the show. Yeah. At least that's what I prefer to be known as. I'm a fan of Doctor Who, and that's what I am. I'm not a hoovian.
1: Yeah. Doctor Who fan.
0: Yeah, if you really push me, I'm a hua, um, but um, only you know, only in non mixed. <laughs> right.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for listening to episode. What are we on? 231 of the Metabulous Two podcast. That's the one. Yep. I have been combing over a well written, informative article in Rolling Stone with Ben. And
0: well, I have been combing up my hair in the vain attempt to turn it into an afro <laughs> with David. Te- keep teasing that <laughs> keep teasing that, that that kind of blank floppy hair that I have yeah. why
1: not yes at least you have right. hair to tease
0: exactly <laughs> hair to tease exactly it's good to have hair to tease yep alright All right. Uh,
1: talk to you next time on the Metabills 2 ok farewell farewell farewell, farewell. oh yes yeah, he is oh yes yeah, he is oh yes he is oh yes built round discotheques and parties This pleasure-seeking individual always looks his best Cos he's a
0: dedicated follower of fashion Oh yes he is, oh yes he is, oh yes
1: he is, oh yes he is oh, yes He, he flips from shop to shop just like a butterfly of the cloth. He is as picky as Cause he's a dedicated follower
0: of fashion. He's a dedicated.